0: Oh, I get to see myself in the mirror. Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski.
1: And I'm Mick Jordan. And we're coming to you live from Opposite Marina's Mirror.
0: Yes, which I keep looking. Stop looking
1: at the mirror and concentrate on the work Uh, we're here to do.
0: Yes, so I am... Fuck it, I'm so excited about (laughs) this episode. (laughs) It's about Dunkirk, and we are going to talk about it at length probably both, hopefully, very excited about this film. Yep. Okay, great. Well,
1: I would say we were both excited no, about no, it. No, no, my first. We saw uh, it. Me first No, me but first. Just, just to confirm. No. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> to confirm that we were both very excited about it before we even saw it. Now yes. you can carry on.
0: Yes, yeah, since January. I remember seeing the first trailer, and that first trailer was amazing. It was about 10 seconds long. Oh, he's trying to take my hand now.
1: I was just reaching out for my bottle of water and brushed and against your hand.
0: And now he's looking at me. Please (laughs) stop.
1: Please talk about (laughs) the film, Marina.
0: Yeah. So the first, no, don't. You're really drinking on the microphone. You're making noises.
1: I will cut that bit out when I edit it later. I've done it in the studio.
0: No, not while we're doing it. (laughs) 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 That was really unintentional. (laughs)
1: I think we should make something clear. <laughs> we are in Marina's apartment <laughs> and in her bedroom, and this is what's going through both <laughs> the our minds The guest large. bedroom. The guest bedroom. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we're on the floor, actually. You're not <laughs> making
1: this any better.
0: <laughs> because the acoustic is better. This is why we
1: were so excited <laughs> about this film.
0: I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Dunkirk. <laughs> people died on that, in that, in that. Yes. In that.
0: Anyway, j- and I think it was it the. Um, the trailer, the first trailer came out in January, and they were so smart to do that. Because, and the first trailer they put out was about 15 seconds long, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, there's a lot it of very short hits. It was amazing because it really made you want to see the film. And I don't think it lied in any way about the film because you know, no. sometimes trailers kind of get you all, gets like, gets like a hype about it, and it's not what you expected, like Suicide Squad. Oh god! And you know some other films like, sorry, but Fences was like that. Okay. I really thought it was gonna be this amazing film. It was okay. Um, I haven't
1: seen yet, but anyway.
0: So you know, it's just I thought that was brilliant the way they did, it. and slowly they were making it bigger, like the longer and longer the trailers as it yeah. was coming up.
1: Yeah, it was only a few weeks ago. Yeah. There was a proper full trailer, and I was blown away by that.
0: Yeah. So, tell me, what do you think?
1: Well, you see, the difference is, I saw it properly.
0: Oh, it's a 17mm. I
1: saw the 17mm version in the IFI today, whereas you saw digital in Dundrum. Was it Dundrum? IMC. Oh, IMC. Yeah. I was going to say, because Stephen, who we went to college, who I met in the IFI, happened to mention to me, is she going to see Dunkirk at Dundrum?
0: He was going to see Dunkirk? No,
1: no, I was saying about you were going to see it in Dundrum, and he said, oh, Dunkirk at Dundrum, and I had not spotted that logical follow-on. But you went to see it in Dunleary instead. Just yes. you went and to Dunleary
0: then. Oh yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> worked. I didn't spot <laughs> it there either.
1: Um, and it was just an r- but that's what I would be really interested to hear about the comparison between the two, on the basis of how did it look? Because I went to see it today, uh, as I said in the iFi, and I went with uh, my friend Rachel Snade. and she didn't remember seeing seventy um, millimetre before. So she said she was certainly struck that the image looked different. But I wasn't sure whether that was the image as it appeared, as the way it was filmed. Because did it look, when you saw it, did it look a particular color to it? Was there There a sort of period almost look to it?
0: Kind of. Not, well, not really. Like, it seemed more like there was definitely a theme of colors. In the tint, yeah. Yeah. Like... Not the I don't know if in th- maybe it just looked like it, but it was definitely the very very, uh, there was a, a certain kind of gray going through it. Okay. Now I don't know if it was because of the smoke of the air that of mm. bombs and stuff and all that war situation, um, but in certain bits, for example, like in the water, where mm-hmm. the water is like bright blue, it didn't seem like it. It just okay. it, it really seemed clear image, not like. Period esque, if that's what you're yeah. Trying well, to no. Get what to. I fa-
1: felt was there was a real rawness about some of it, like the very opening scene where they're walking through the village, walking yeah. through the streets, and it looked like well, you're just so aware it was film when I saw it, and it looked like um, almost home movie, but not not home movie. Okay, sort of interesting. There was a certain there was a real quality to the film which I wasn't expecting. Because that's not what I was expecting from because I'd seen um, The Hateful Eight in the same place in, in, in and I did notice a cer- certainly a difference because it wasn't long after I'd seen digital version. This time around, it, w- it wasn't like I even said it's a racial. It's not a case of the film and digital. One is better than the other. They're just two different things. Yeah. It's like vinyl and CD. I love vinyl now, but I remember when CDs came out first. everyone said, CDs are so much better. Yeah. So they probably said yeah. the same thing about digital format. It's just a different thing. So it's great to see both. Ultimately, I prefer film just because of the whole concept of it. And I mean, I gave you the real film, the sample of 17mm film, which is great to see. So I want to see it in digital now, just for that comparison. I would recommend you try and see it in 17mm yourself if you can. I would recommend everyone try and see it in 17mm because it is, it's an amazing epic film to see in a proper big screen, which reminds me again, what was the sound like when you went to see it? The sound was extraordinary today.
0: Oh, God. It okay. was amazing. So as that well. is that is part of it. It's not just. A it was 70. like, and now this is where I really want to get into talking about it. It was an unreal experience. I think Nolan is like wine; <laughs> <laughs> he gets better. Well, it's certainly his best. This is absolutely yeah. his best thing. Uh, he, and he gets better by the years and stuff. Like the guy that did the cinematography for this did the same for Interstellar, but I didn't really like the story of Interstellar. No, I wasn't mad about yeah, that. Yeah, like actually. the image was beautiful and everything. Mm. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just wasn't mad about it. But again, I liked Memento and Inception and all that. I thought it was, he always does these really kind of complex kind of movies. And this one was complex in a certain level, but it was very, you can kind of see it where it ties together. Yeah. Um, and the other one, you do got kind of get confused. But this one, I just thought it wasn't even about the story. It was just about the image, yeah, the and experience. the sound, and yeah. yeah, and like the soundtrack, the violin mm. through some parts where they're just like the tension of someone, th- well especially the first scene. Not the first scene; it's the second one, where the guy and another guy fa- finds a body that is still breathing, and oh they yeah, have to take the stretcher. it. Yeah, yeah. They have to take it in the stretcher, and it's that. um you say ju- juxtaposing, kinda? yeah, yeah, of images of the guys in in the boat almost leaving, and them running, and yeah. that violin, and you're like, oh my yeah. god!
1: No, that that really. Stri- I was actually sp- mentioning that specifically as well afterwards because the whole thing of you're talking about the two that are leaving England to go and get them. Is That what you're saying about the boat? No, no, the oh, boat that was leaving oh, the, boat the that shore. They were, yeah, yeah, the boat yeah, that they the were trying to get yeah, onto. Yeah, but that scene ended abruptly at one point before it had th- that had been resolved when it suddenly cut to. Mark Rylands setting up his boat to go to Dunkirk yeah, from yeah. England, but the music didn't change, the sound didn't change. It just oh carried yes, on, it kept going. And so the tension yeah. was still there. For a scene that was over, and you were just there, still. Oh my God, what's happening? What's happening back there? But yeah. you weren't going. Go back to it. You were still suddenly wrapped in the other story, in and the then it did one. go yeah. back to it. And it was a lot of that, of everything that was happening. There was ratcheting, ratcheting up the tension. What's going to happen? Is your man going to get out of his plane? Is the ship going to sink? Are they going to get on the boat? Is that yes. what they're playing? Go to write. Yes. All this, all this goes going to happen and then cut, jumping back, sorry to interrupt, but jumping between all these different stories. Yes. And not resolving yes. them. Just and you and don't,
0: you don't really see up until, well, of course, you know, they're kind of, the stories are intertwined, but yeah, you don't really care about that. You just can't wait to see the other parts and I thought as much, and this is what I thought was brilliant. As much as Nolan used Killian Murphy and Tom Hardy and Harry Styles, none of them were more important than the other.
1: Well, there were—I b- don't think th- there were very little. No, there was no one really standing. Yeah, out. this is what yeah. I mean.
0: No, no story was more important than the other. It was all yeah. different perspectives, yeah. and it was just amazing every part of it. And the the frustrating feeling of not being able to get out. Yes, there's always a problem. There's always something going on. There's always either a torpedo fucking coming around, either a boat is is used as a target and holes and this and that, and yeah. there is. I don't know traders or people just you know like you c- can't trust anyone yeah and it's just a- and the music to put like trying to show that was just unbelievable well, the music was the tension uh, the, was the music was
1: like bullets a lot yeah. of the time it was it's half the time you we weren't sure whether it was music or something and then you realize there's a rhythm to this yeah and then it was just the way the set was pumping 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 it's yeah. constant tension um very little dialogue which is great it yes. added to it because it was just you didn't need it. It was just th- it didn't well, feel it. forced.
0: I went to the cinema with John and a few of his friends uh, who are Brazilians. <laughs> this <laughs> is the need to mention that. And I remember sitting with them, and John kept saying to me, "What are they saying? What are they saying?" Because the music was louder than the dialogue. And I said, "Yeah, doesn't matter. It does not matter what they're saying. Yeah, but we want to hear what they're saying. No, that's not the point." Is to give you the same feeling as if you. They probably didn't hear themselves when, uh, like you At have these time, explosions yeah. and these things. It's not about the dialogue. It's not about no. what they're saying because what they're saying makes no difference to the. You know no. what I mean? It's about how they're they're le- getting out of the situation or the the music, and it's just dialogue had no place in this film. No. So you know, and uh, I just thought it was just unreal. And I remember. I ate all my popcorn. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember is this how
1: we are judging films yes. now? How much popcorn you ate.
0: And I remember just grabbing onto John and most of the moments I was like, oh my god, he's like, "Oh, look at you. Oh, <laughs> look at you." And as soon as that brown-headed man appeared in the middle of the film on the on his little plane deserted in the middle of the ocean, I knew it was him. I didn't even need to see his face. My one and only Killian. I saw it. Actually oh, I actually, <laughs> yeah. No, I actually caught with Tom Hardy. He wasn't on a plane. Yeah, he was on a plane. No, but no, no um Killian Murphy was stranded on a plane. That wasn't a plane.
1: That was a boat. Oh, yeah, that was a
0: boat. Because that's what had me confused. Because I, I was yeah, expecting it like you meant
1: Killian Murphy. And then when you said plane, I said, you just mean Tom Hardy. He's the only one in a plane. I said, It looked like a plane. Because I no, thought he it was, was they then. mentioned on it was a boat.
0: Yeah, I thought he was then. Oh, yes, 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 of course, yes. Sorry that was the other
1: guy because <laughs> uh, really you had me confused I was sure you were talking about Tom, uh, Tom Hardy and I was saying surely it should be Killian Murphy and then I was because that's exactly what I told when I saw him there well, as yeah, well yeah. I said that's Killian Murphy even though you just see yeah, him yeah. you don't see him his head is bowed as you said, yeah. I, said I bet that's Killian Murphy
0: yeah and I just grabbed him and i was like here he is and I was like oh. <laughs> oh my heart did John
1: not enjoy the film at all with oh all your oh he you did he loved around. it no he loved it well, he loved fair it fair play to him he loves more films Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I remember just to mention these, you know, cinema experiences, especially when you go with other people that aren't film students and aren't as enthusiastic as we are.
1: <laughs> <And> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- like you need to be a film student to go, oh, look, it's Killian. <laughs> oh, no,
0: no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the film, John was asking, okay, what do you guys think or whatever? And Anderson, which is um great friend of ours, he said... <laughs> I love this. And I'm not, it, it, it was him and John. I don't know who was worse. He was like, I read Canberra. Was this in Australia? <laughs> and then John's like, no, I think this is in Scotland. Dunkirk is in France, you bloody idiots!" And they were like, France? Yes. Do you think German, I- German invaded Scotland in the Second World War and the <laughs> English were trying to go home?
1: And the only way to get back was by boat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, no this is not me and then the french allies went all the way to scotland just to try and save england and scotland from the germans or australia which is even worse. Right.
1: they're all getting on a boat to get yeah. to australia and they're worried about not getting on they're going to be in the open sea yeah. for about no, four yeah and weeks. they were
0: trying to get the english who are trying to save the french who were allies with the french trying to destroy the germans in australia that just makes <laughs> no
1: sense and they were trying to leave them behind yeah <laughs> like especially scotland let's leave all the french behind in scotland
0: <laughs> yeah oh yes and the streets of scotland do look like that especially the sea and the sand and the beaches
1: okay <laughs> so you let them have it then
0: yeah, no i didn't i actually said nothing i just laughed yeah i said no guys. you saved you said,
1: i'm saving this for the podcast yeah. i can't I wait said, this
0: is dunkirk and john didn't believe me and he looked on Google Maps. Said, oh yeah Obviously, anyway, thank God he has me. Yeah, to, to <laughs>
1: correct him in these <laughs> terrible <laughs> errors, because God knows where you'll end up in your honeymoon if yeah. that's the case.
0: Um, yeah, so that was a funny little thing that happened, but yeah, I was just amazed with the film and the cinematography was unreal. Well, that
1: I mean, that's why and I'm curious to yeah. compare seventy mil to digital, because basically it was shot in seventy millimeter and then transferred to digital. Um. And it's in various formats, like it's it's on seventy mil. As I saw that it's on thirty five as well, uh, and it's on digital and it's on IMAX. Oh, we have so to see all of them now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Which I will. I think this
0: is a really, really tough one. This and La La Land. I love both, but I think this is gonna take. Oh, this is my way above film. Like I mean,
1: a year. I, g- I g- I'm very fickle. I mean, I've forgotten La La Land, effectively at this stage. I thoroughly enjoyed it. time, loved the film, but this is head and shoulders above everything else yeah well like i know we
0: can't really compare both but w- no i mean they're we so do, completely yeah. different No, yeah. they are
1: both very much cinema films this is the whole point like yeah um can you imagine watching this in dvd yeah no you can't. so i told my dad
0: i'm taking him to, s- to see the film yeah and um, because he loves um tom hardy and killian murphy we actually kind of fight over them um so <laughs>
1: okay i'm sure they're very touched
0: i'm joking my dad doesn't kay. really do that Um, i fight him over it and he's like just Take them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Um, no, but my dad really enjoys seeing them um, together in films because they're really, yeah. really good together. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna take him to see it. I actually want to go and experience it on my own. Okay. As well, without <laughs> people having. What is he saying? And some other people on the phones checking the time and all these kind of. Was things. Was that happening? Yeah. Was it
1: fairly busy when you went see it?
0: Yes, it was full. It was. We were actually. We were. We want. We were going to see it in Dundrum. And it okay. was sold out. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's a big thing. It's yeah. something you just released. And I think it's sold out all the times in the cinema. In the it w-
1: well, I mean, it wasn't full today. But, I mean, that's Monday afternoon. Yeah. So I don't well know. It was like it w- that d- was Saturday night.
0: Yeah, Saturday so night just going to sell out. But in, uh, um, the IMC didn't sell out, but it was a full screen. And I was very surprised they didn't put in screen one, which was the biggest screen.
1: Well, it probably was on as well. Like, they probably have done a number of screenings on every don't half think hour so. i don't like think that. so
0: in denarii they really would anyway we were in screen two which was a big screen as well but like it didn't matter mm. um, and i will go see it again by myself and i will take my dad and i probably see it one more time after that okay we'll <laughs> go and see it all the formats yeah because i really want to keep watching this film while it's there because yeah. it is like you said it's a, it's a cinema film well it's
1: i i was watching it thinking of particularly with the sound I mean any film like that, the sound is you need to see it in an auditorium like that, even with surround sound at home, which I have now set up and it's a great it's a cool thing to have, but it doesn't compare to a oh b- no. massive room no. with the sound coming from every angle, and you are th- totally immersed in the film as well, yeah. and it just feels like it's film like yeah you're just in a like I don't mean just because it's so it's because it's a film it's a it's a movie experience, and y it's Get so caught up with everything that's going on in it, but it's also it makes you think it's a real thought provoking Yes.
0: One. It's so different from all the other war films. And I said mm-hmm. to John, Hacksaw Ridge can fuck off. <laughs> like
1: Well, I'd it's certainly better than Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, definitely. Because but
0: and I don't like Hacksaw, which Hacksaw was Ridge, a great w- film yeah, it was well. it was a very good film, but this is different from all the others. This is a different way that they should they didn't need blood yeah Yeah. it was interesting
1: because i didn't notice that so much but because to me it was a violent film but it isn't actually yeah
0: most films that are about this do have that because it's about the trenches and it's about the shooting and all the battle of it but this really focused on them the frustration of not being able to leave a place and be surrounded by people trying to kill you
1: yeah well that but that's what i'm saying of the thought-provoking bit of it because we're saying about initially that the reason they wanted, they were so desperate to get these people on was because they needed them mm-hmm. to fight the war at home. Yeah. It wasn't a case of saving these men's lives. We need the soldiers. And Churchill needs at least 40,000. And then someone else says, there's 400,000 men here. And that was a shock. because yeah. uh, th- And it still wasn't, I did, still don't know, but did they get everyone out? Oh, I because don't think they did. Like, but they surely didn't leave hundreds of thousands behind because you would have heard that. Like the whole concept is that they were saved by all the but little they boats came, coming together. Yeah, and but
0: they—well, I think they were—they were they went were, there. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, I won't even try. Um, but something else that I was going to say is the other thing about the film is the frustration of the people trying to get out, being able to get on a boat, and having to keep going back <laughs> every time. Like Killian, he got oh, yeah. on the boat and he went, and then he had to go back. And then all these lads that got on another boat, torpedo hit, had and to and go they have back, to swim back yeah. <laughs> and then got onto another boat. The boat sank, and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> just trying to get out, and they simply cannot get out. And I just thought that was brilliant. And this is actually, I think, the fourth film this year talking about Dunkirk. Really? Their finest. Oh, their finest, certainly. Yeah, I was thinking um, of that Churchill. a lot this.
1: Churchill, well they might have mentioned it they but Churchill but was long after yeah. it. Like
0: No, but I mean, wh- what do you mean?
1: The Churchill is set at the end. Churchill is about D-Day. No, but I know, but yeah. this is
0: what I mean. It's, uh, uh, oh, about the Second World yeah. War? No, I okay. mean it. It's they mentioned on Yes. Then. Okay. And there's another one which I forgot that was out. That did the same. Hmm. There is another one. Either it's coming.
1: Well, it's not. And um, they're finding another. Was it the other one with Gary Ollman as Churchill?
0: No, no, no. Because I I haven't seen that one. No, I've seen yeah. another one, or I've heard of another one that it's about that. I've completely forgotten.
1: Probably Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know there's four so this
0: year that is that's about that. What was the other film? Damn it. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's a big topic this year. Everyone yeah. just decided to do it. Well,
1: moving on. What did it, uh, that's the thing. I didn't realize who Harry Styles was in the film. This is just moving on from Killian Murphy and all the other actors. He was the guy who, well, he was a very small part, and he was the one when they were trapped in that boat, wanted to kill the Frenchman. Yeah. I didn't know, I thought it was the other guy. No. The guy who was there from the very start and was there most of the way through the film, who would be the leading character as far as I was concerned, because he was the one that was there all the time. Who's he? Because I thought he was really good, and I had it in my head. I it's Harry don't Styles. know.
0: I forgot his name. I actually, you're t- looking
1: at your phone. You're not going near the phone. You're not allowed to um, check.
0: I can't remember his name.
1: But he was very good. Yeah, in he it.
0: was very. No, he was brilliant. He actually didn't speak for most of it. You didn't
1: need to. No, well, n- very few did, yeah. as I said. Um, and
0: Harry Styles was actually very impressed. Well, he, w- he was good, but yeah. I,
1: as I said, I wasn't looking at him at all. because I. Thought no, but he I, I did because Styles.
0: I knew who he was. Yeah, so you you're kind of like exe- expecting him to fail. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I mean. Because he's a singer. And this, w- this is what n- normally happens, is when people go out of their media into another kind yeah. of media. Well, particularly when they go from music to yeah. acting. For example, Cara Delevingne. Please stop Her acting. So, <laughs> so good
1: in everything she does. No,
0: I don't think so. I think she's a great model and beautiful, but just like, we'll see in Valerian. Yeah. Which um, we look forward to as well. And anyway, well, Rihanna as well is now doing All that. right.
1: Well, we're moving on to major tangents here away from Dunkirk. Don't bring Rihanna.
0: Jennifer the same Stop way. it.
1: Um, I would say. Of uh, the acting as well, I thought Kenneth Branagh was really good in it as well. Yes, I mean, it was just all I was watching every time he was on it. I said, It's like he's there to add gravitas to the whole thing. He has now moved into the realm of where people like John, Laurence Olivier and John Gielgud used to be in the 80s. It's now Kenneth Branagh, he's the serious actor that yeah lends authority. Um, but who else did I think? Oh, yes, and then it just struck me when Tom Hardy, every time Tom Hardy was in it. You felt like jumping up, going yeah, go, go!" Yeah, like, the yeah. And I got the impression I said this whole film is based on the fact that someone just looked at Tom Hardy and said, "We need to put him in a Spitfire and make a film about it because that's where he belongs." Because <laughs> he was so cool.
0: He's always so fucking cool. Yeah, he is like the c- he's the coolest his dude cool ever. Because
1: he looks as if he doesn't care yeah, about being he's cool. He's
0: so you know, and he's so calm about everything. Yeah, like he, in all his characters. I know my dad said sometimes you know sometimes you can see other characters. In other characters, he does okay, um, which can be a bit dangerous, but he's still good and he's still great because in Peaky Blinders, he kind of has the same accent and way of talking as he did in the Cray Brothers film,
1: right? I haven't seen a Cray, I've seen Peaky Blinders,
0: um, but anyway, I like him in both. He's well, incredibly sexy, and <laughs>
1: okay, not my thinking, but even anyway. though
0: he doesn't look it at all. in That's both.
1: that's exactly what's true. Really, well, he didn't look it in this because well the yeah. bit at the end where he's standing there and I won't give anything away. there's just one scene where he's standing there in the beach he's actually
0: gotten fat
1: he looked that's what he looked to me and he said but it's a close-up of him and it's a real old-fashioned dramatic close-up because the only thing that struck me at the time was I looked around at the audience and that this is real cinema this is a man full like a uh, the whole screen is filled with this man's face and there's a row of people staring up at him I said it just feels so cinematic and that's what's time. he's still so cool even though he looked a bit Yeah,
0: and that fire behind him yeah in front of him and you could see it kind of in his eyes and he's holding his little helmet yeah and everything and also and the
1: character and all that he did in the film not to give away too much but was so cool as well yeah yeah because
0: you actually he doesn't say much either it's all in his face and even though most of his face is covered because of the mask that he's talking into it's just it's kind of all about the way he holds himself and the way he when he does talk and all this mm. like it's just he was just so brilliant and now to mention do you want to say something about him because I'm going to move to someone else No I'm finished yeah Okay and now talking about Killian Murphy Of course Um No I want to talk about Tom Hardy again His um his character I thought was so different for him Okay because normally he would be the kind of not quirky character but a character that has something that's a bit different from other yeah. and I know he, this one did because all of the other ones were still in that kind of fight mode he yeah. was in the more
1: let's get out of there yeah
0: he, w- he was af- already affected by all that mm-hmm. so he was psychologically disturbed or whatever but I never seen him do that kind of character like you see him in Anthropoid and he was brilliant mm-hmm. and it was just and in Piggy Blinders he's this tough guy but in this he was his character was so weak. Yeah, and he just did it so well. Like he was almost not in it either. He well, was that's much it. less well than that's Tom that's Hardy anyway. Me, yeah, he wasn't in and much at all.
1: Given that he seems to be a major part of it, yeah. you think?
0: And I just thought he was great. I, I, I just love yeah. him, and oh he's someone else that's very very cool. He's just cool the way he walks down Glass Road <laughs> and goes into Caveston's <laughs> and his little faded so purple scarf so
1: no wonder that's why we went into calvinson's today that's why it's so cool and i know and no
0: no i've been going to calvinson's for ages now
1: in the hope of finding Killian murphy there someday
0: well i found P- pierce Brosnan there so okay you just never know
1: <laughs> and if Calvesons would like to sponsor this show as well
0: <laughs> yeah so there you go that's my thoughts absolutely love it oh yeah and the going back now going back and forth and things to cinematography if you do notice there isn't that many close ups it's no. mostly wide unless like um other than Tom Hardy's shots well that's why that's what struck me yeah. was
1: the fact that when you do have that shot of him at the end
0: no but even really in striking. the airplane oh yeah but well it has to be because yeah. in the airplane but most of the other shots in the beach of them in the boats and everything it's mostly wide shots very no few close up, especially in these kind of films you'd see a lot of close-ups reactions yeah into what's going on but no it's mostly the wide shots so i just thought that was amazing and the color and the action and everything so synchronized and the way they synchronize so many people yeah and everything you know the way i was looking uh, i i know there's a lot of cgi as well i don't
1: think there is because i don't think he likes it He's really yeah well anti- anyway
0: uh, you there's probably something you okay. have for effects and stuff but When you see even Tom Hardy or in or scenes of the little boat and in the background there's the big boat with the people. Yeah. If they are real people and that's actually happening, they're very well synchronized. <laughs> if he was able to direct all those people and say, okay, we're going to start the scene or whatever, do what you need to it do. He could do it though. I yeah, mean, it has been I mean, done over the years. People just keep doing it until, like, I just thought everything was just so perfect. Yeah. Just so everything perfect. You can't see like some films you can see in the corner of the list go, oh, that wasn't there. When the scene started, everything was just perfect. Yeah. Not that I was looking out for anything, but you know, it was just perfectly put into the frame. I just thought that was
1: beautiful. Okay, so are we going to call this film of the year again? We're halfway through the year now.
0: Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. And uh, probably definitely film of the year for yeah, me. Yeah, and it's, I t- <laughs> it's and about the sixth one that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, for you maybe. For <laughs> my me mine, mine yeah. was. Mine was always La La Land. So La La Land is my run-up runner-up. Okay, Film of the year. Yeah, so I will give it. Hundred out of <laughs> ten.
1: <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I'll give it five stars. I think yeah. five. Well, it's just I was listening to another podcast in Australia, and they review everything in st- when they give marks, they give them out of five as well. So five is the norm. But you you carry on with your ten thing if you like. A hundred. A hundred out of ten.
0: Well, Rotten Tomatoes give it out sort of
1: they Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you're giving it a hundred. So I'm giving it every two hundred I am
0: oh I am giving every high mark possible. Okay. And I haven't done that so for any film. Not even the revenant, which blew my mind as well. Okay. So this is up there with the revenant. But you're using
1: hundreds. Hundreds is where you're going at. So in a few weeks' time we're going to bring a film. I think this is a sixty two, maybe if 73. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go. What the fuck? (laughs) What kind of statistics do we have here?
0: Okay, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski.
1: And I've been Mick Jordan. Who are you?